everybody, and welcome back. That's a short hiatus. Never told you what wrestling. Back on the podcast airwaves, bringing you the best adult wrestling podcast in the industry. I'm Antonio Cruz, his long lost cousin, <laughs> Anthony Combs, here hosting. Are you the you. heel or is he the heel? Uh, I, I'm a heel. I mean, <laughs> through and through. He's a he's a working heel. I'm a I'm a shoot heel. Paul Phillips, as you can hear, sitting over here to my right hand side. You can't see that, so even if you don't know your left from your right, he's sitting next to me. And Paul, we're back. Uh, man, we have got quite a few things to talk about. We took a week off last week due to sickness, and uh, you ran over some lady in the road. Yeah. On a snow day. I don't want to talk about it. I'll get hot. I mean, is this a shoot or is this a work? Is she? I think she's working your insurance company. She's working my insurance company for sure. I'd like to, well, I'm not going to say. Well, I'd like to. Yeah. <laughs> Let's leave that in she there. She just absolutely lied to the insurance company, and I'm <laughs> I'm not very happy about it. So, well, we'll see. We'll yeah. roll on. We'll take that. I am I am rolling right now in a, in a pimped out Dodge Durango, right. though. I got hot buns. Looks looks good. Pulled up in my driveway. I was very impressed with that. Well, thank you for downloading and checking out our podcast this week. If you haven't already, we would like to have you hit that subscribe button. It takes about two seconds, and each and every time a new episode hits the airwaves, it will come right into your podcast feed on your Apple iPhone. Or if you don't have an Apple iPhone, I don't know how it will get to you. Uh, because I don't use those products, but I'm sure it will get to you. There's other pretty cool podcast apps. There's Overcast. Uh, I know Stitcher's probably got their own feed. You can find us. We're out there. You're never too old to watch wrestling. Just look it up. Yeah, that's exactly right. You can also find us on the social media platforms, Twitter. I Twitter. Am Paul Phillips is his Twitter handle. I was going to say I am at Big A Little C, but I am Paul Phillips. Is tw- pause at I am Paul Phillips at I am at Big A Little C. I'm not real active on the old Twitter. Uh, not, I I love, I'm, I'm kind of a lurker yeah. on Twitter. I like it's to where see. I get my news. Right. Not so much where I get give my opinions. Uh, those are on Facebook. Those are on those, book th- face. And those are free. Those are free. And they and are they are. Depending on your political, actually, it doesn't depend on your political leanings. If they're going to be they're going to be controversial. If you're a liberal, you're going to hate them. If you're conservative, you're, you're going to hate them. <laughs> if you're a GDI like myself, you'll probably think they're very funny. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, they are there, and you can look us up there too. Facebook, you're never too old to watch wrestling. Uh, you can if you want to find me on Facebook, go right ahead. Anthony Combs, just you know, look for the sexy dude with a beard. I don't care. I mean, I'll, I'll add anybody until I hit five thousand. Then I won't be able to add anybody <laughs> else. The only way you won't get me to add you on Facebook is if you send me a picture uh, of request, and every picture that is available of you is a webcam of you in a bikini or a lingerie. I ain't adding people like that. That gets you in trouble. Well, I, yeah. I'm out. I don't. I can look at myself. That's right. If I, I need to be turned that, on, I'll look in the mirror. Well, Paul, since we last gathered on the airwaves, you got to experience something for the first time, known as Wrestle Kingdom, like a real. We had a real Wrestle Kingdom experience. 
Yeah. Not just talking about one particular match or going over any of the results because by this point now, everybody knows what they are. What were your thoughts on sitting down and watching a New Japan show kind semi-live? It wasn't live because we didn't watch it when it came on. But it was live to us because we avoided, we avoided spoilers. And we actually even talked about it when you showed up in my house. You and Doomsday showed up. Uh, Doomsday had had the results spoiled for him, but you and I had pretty much avoided them. Uh, I'd seen a couple of times on Facebook people had tried to post the full match of Jericho and Omega. Completely avoided it, uh, which I loved. I loved. If we if we get a chance, you know, for another big show, uh, I say we do that again because that was that was phenomenal. Man, it is a completely different style of wrestling. I I, I guess I'd never really watched an entire show. I'd seen, you know, you and I watch matches. You'll text me, hey, watch this match on YouTube or whatever. But I'd never really watched an entire show. It's a completely different style of wrestling. It's very physical, um, but it's also high spot oriented. And those from, guys, from beginning to end. Yeah. From but, the battle royal all the way through to but the they main meant event. Something. It, they were telling stories. It wasn't just high spots for the sake of high spots. I was pretty, pretty impressed with the whole the product as a whole. Yeah, I, I was too. I thought they, they did an excellent show. They really put a lot into it, and it's a, uh, you know, the thing is. You really see the difference between what is a wrestling-focused show mm-hmm. and what is a um, Story, entertainment. Entertainment type show, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because they're, um, they were super focused on the wrestling. Their production wasn't phenomenal. Uh, there wasn't a great deal of pyro and and thought put into the intros yeah what i'll tell you what really blew my mind was um you know they had the uh wrestle kingdom wrestle kingdom rumble early the first on the pre-show and it was uh they showed the guys that were coming into the ring um on, Up the, on the big screen. on the big screen and then they didn't come down the ramp they came out of the baseball they dugout. came out of the baseball dugout yep but in the matches they had uh, like in the main show guys came down that ramp and that ramp is long and and narrow and you could tell that it was pretty steep as well yeah yeah um but i i was really impressed i mean it wasn't wrestlemania long but it was 35,000 people was there uh they said they increased i listened to a i can't even remember what podcast it may have been jericho when he was talking mm-hmm. interviewing omega the next there's, day there's absolutely no way that jericho would put himself over and say he helped them draw ten thousand more people right <laughs> but they i think they upped their subscribers for their app by like ninety thousand. Oh yeah almost a hundred thousand on their app that's crazy which come on let's be yeah. honest that's jericho and yeah well exactly and here's an interesting note: there were thirty-five thousand paid, forty-three thousand total in attendance. Um, that's a that's a. I mean, last year there were twenty-seven, twenty-six thousand paid. So you and I talked about this a little bit, but I don't know that I ever asked you this question: How did you feel about Jericho having Omega on his podcast the next day after they did this? And and you know, I mean, completely breaking kayfabe. You know, it didn't didn't bother me too bad. Um, I mean, the veil's off, man. Nobody thinks yeah, this is a shoot. I mean, he did the podcast with with Don Callis the day before Wrestle Kingdom, right? 
and they told, and the told story how they got how it, it together. together. You know, I mean, even so much as the the social media, the Twitter war that kind of came out. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool how elaborately he laid out the plan. Yeah. Like Jericho had a friend of his in Vegas put out a tweet at midnight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, we've all planted planted a few things, um, but you know, it, it it didn't bother me. I was I was okay with it. I didn't know how you would feel as a purist. Sometimes twenty years ago, probably would have been like, "Oh man, why are you killing? Oh the yeah, heat you're killing the business." But I was trying to. Uh, I was trying to look up the uh, star ratings, but I don't have Dave Meltzer's. When you texted me something interesting the other day, you said that that podcast changed your opinion a lot of Kenny Omega. Yeah. What did you mean by that? Um, I think that the, what, the comment I made was when you see these guys – on TV and even in their social media room, they're still the characters that they're they're portraying. And then I heard Kenny on the uh, Jericho podcast, and he just is a real down-to-earth kind of guy. You know, part of the shtick for those guys is how they kind of snub their nose at WWE and don't have any intentions going there because they think they're better than WWE. But, like, Kenny's a, Kenny watches WWE all the time. Yeah, and he's he does talking try to be about different. his buddies yeah. that are there. And yeah, and he tries to be different from them, and that's what you should be trying to do. I mean, I've told you time and time again, when I was wrestling just on independent promotions, I would go to shows and take my my ball to ba ring entrance music, and hand right. it to them. And I'd be the only person on the card that wasn't using ACDC. I right. swear one night I wrestled a show, and they had two CDs there. They had ACDC's Back in Black, and they had mine that had ball with a ball on it. Everybody else on the card came out to the ring to something from back in black. So so I found Meltzer's star ratings. The Omega-Jericho match got five. It's not surprising. No, not at all. Yeah. Kazuchika Okada and Tatsuya Naito, Naito got 4.5. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other match that stood out apparently you know, we was... we didn't watch... We the didn't the only even match watch. We didn't watch was Jay White and. We didn't watch Tana Will Ospreay and Marty Skrull either. We yeah, didn't. I don't care about them. But it looks like it was a really good match. Guys, um, this was like a six and a half hour show. Yeah. And we we had already watched like three hours, so we just kind of skipped through some of it. What did Abushi and Cody Rose got four and a quarter? I thought that was a really good match. The Bullet Club got two and three well, quarters, but that w- that was that big gauntlet match. Where it's really hard to tell And it really story. was the chaos. The gauntlet yeah. match chaos. And that's exactly yeah. what it was. It was chaos. Time after time. Go, go on up and see what the uh, Rapongi, uh Four stars. Four stars. See, I would not have given that. Mm-mm. I, I would have given the New Japan Rumble more than one and a half stars. I thought it was really good. It was fun. I mean, that man, those, uh, hearing... And Bruce they told Pritchard. a good story with it. Yeah. Hearing Bruce Pritchard talk about how they have to put the rumble together makes me really, really respect Pat Patterson for one thing. And it also makes me wonder how they're going to put two together this year. That'll be that'll be tough, putting the women's and the men's. I, I think you'll see a lot of quick eliminations in the women's. Yeah, and you're probably right. It's going to be all about getting Ronda over. At the end. So, oh, wait a minute. 
She's not confirmed, is she? Not confirmed. So we can't. I can't pick her until it's. So I thought of a way earlier today that they could introduce her and then still keep some element of surprise with her. You know that they're going to want if they're going to bring her in. To me, you don't you don't bring her in for a one-off and have her be a surprise because they're wanting to pop a rating on this show. Mm-hmm. So to me, you announce her before you go in, bring her in and just tell everybody this is a one-off. She's coming here for one shot. She's always wanted to do this. She's coming in. The surprise of it is that you give her some type of uh, angle that keeps her here. So then the next night she shows up on Raw and she says, look, last night was some garbage or whatever happens, and now I want to be here. Now I'm pissed and I want to be here. Yeah. I I don't know how you do that. I mean, I I think Triple H has played this pretty well by – and it worked into his hands pretty good that she just started losing MMA fights. Well, let's don't be silly and think that that dinner they had in L.A. was, oh, held, that was, in public, yeah. was held in public for no good reason. You know, was she, if she was still knocking people's heads off in, in UFC and undefeated and world champion, then, okay, you get her for one show if you can. Sure. But her luster is gone in UFC. Yep. And, and you know what? She has no desire to go back. I mean, she well, shouldn't. She got her head kicked off by Holly Holm and said she couldn't eat an apple for six months. Yeah. Why would you go back to that? And and she doesn't have to. Doesn't have to. No need to do it. So, made a lot of money. And she's got a TV show she's producing now about wrestling, about fighting, fight shows or in general. But uh, It's pretty so, interesting. I watched like the first two episodes. Yeah, I haven't watched, haven't watched it yet, but I do plan to because um, it's a streaming show. So, I just haven't had opportunity to sit down and do it, but. I think she's going to stick around for a long, long, long time. Maybe not a long time, but she's going to be more regular than we think. And after seeing the way they're using uh, Shanna Baszler yeah. in NXT, um, maybe maybe that's who she works against. Could be. I don't know that they have had as true and just through and through heel as Shanna from – the women's side in a long time maybe page maybe page is like the last time you really saw somebody that had that kind of heel you know charlotte had some heel heat down there in nxt for a long time but and sasha banks had some great heel heat but it wasn't it wasn't dirty heel it was it was just you know i think when sasha's playing a heel she's as good as anybody yeah i mean i agree uh, but you can almost tell that she's playing a heel yeah with shayna I feel like she is she just, heel. Yeah, she oozes the heel machismo. Or yeah, but anyway, we can to kind of round out Wrestle Kingdom twelve. How great is it that Chris Jericho brings all that luster to Wrestle Kingdom twelve? And next week he's going to be on WWE. One well, showed 25. up the next night at uh, New yeah. Japan the Dash. So he's the g- next night and and started. Uh, you know, some type of conflict with Naito. Yeah, so he's going to be in there for a while, but he's also hitting some spots in the WWE as well. Well, and let's keep this tied in. Let's stay on the same path. W uh, or uh, Wrestle Kingdom 12 had guys on the card that really put on a big show. Guys like Kitty Omega, the Young Bucks, Marty Scroll, um, Cody Rhodes, and uh, guess what we have found out? 
We've got a date for All In 2018. 9-1, right? September 1st, 2018. All In is going to be the show that the Young Bucks, the Bull, essentially the Bullet Club, is going to run a show, looks like, in Chicago. And they've got some names already on the card, or names already signed. Not There's no card yet. Right. Uh, but we can just look at the, the card here in and of itself. And obviously Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks are a part of this. Marty Scroll, Hangman Page, Kenny Omega. How about this one? Stephen Amell. Amell. Huh. The Green Arrow. Yeah. You know, he was on WrestleMania a couple years ago and wrestled Cody Rhodes. Well, and he wrestled at a indie show. It may have been an ROH show mm-hmm. in California a few he months did. ago. And something to interest us a little bit on the all-in show, young lady by the name of Tessa Blanchard. Which is exciting and, and a little bit disappointing all in <laughs> the same package because it pretty much eliminates her from being signed by the I WWE. I don't know that it does. You don't think so? I don't know that it does. Now, it this, just means she hasn't been signed. This show's not going to be on TV. Um, the, and if she signed with WWE, that would be the only holdup. Right. Like if she if she has signed this deal for this booking, and she signs with WWE, they will allow her to keep her independent bookings. They expect you to. They expect you to. This one's a little odd because it's nine months away. Right. That's that's the kicker to me. But, um, you know, it, it, it's going to come in due time. And she's in a position where she doesn't need WWE. So, good for her. They're, what, what are your overall – we won't go into this too much because they've just announced a couple names. You know, the names that we knew were going to be on the card, the only surprises, Stephen A. Mayo and Tessa Blanchard. Everybody else we we knew was is probably part of the financial package on this. Right. We've said this a thousand times. They could draw twenty thousand people some night. But, and I was in this interesting conversation on Facebook the other day. Sure, they could draw twenty thousand people, but will they make money? Because you can draw forty thousand people, right. but if you're you got to paper the crowd with 15,000 well, comps. Well, you might not even have to paper the crowd, but here's the deal. They're going to do Chicago. There are seven venues in Chicago that can seat over 20,000 people. Soldier Field, Wrigley Field, U.S. Cellular Field, and the, there's a soccer stadium up there where mm-hmm. uh, the MLS team plays. So you take those four out of the mix because they're not doing an outdoor show. you got three indoor arenas. you got three indoor arenas. United Center – the I can't even think of the other two. I looked at this the other day. The, the United Center, to do a show on September the 1st, which I don't know what day that is, but I'm sure it's a Saturday or a Sunday because surely you're, you wouldn't try to run this show on a Tuesday be silly night. enough to try to run it on a Tuesday or something. Would be crazy. Yeah, surely you wouldn't try to run it on Tuesday night, but crazier things have been done. WWE tested Tuesday night pay-per-view at one time. It is a Saturday. It's a Saturday. So on a Saturday in September, to get Wrigley Field, you're not getting Wrigley not Field. Not happening. You, uh, I'm, you might get the United Center, but, I mean, I'm, the rent on that place alone, just the rent is going to be probably hundred grand yeah. for the day at least. So 20,000 tickets – 
at a hundred grand, you gotta sell them for what? Fifty bucks a piece to make a hundred grand, or yeah, I mean, five yeah. bucks a piece. Five bucks a piece to make hundred grand. But then you gotta pay <laughs> talent. We're super yeah. mathematically inclined. Yeah. Gotta pay talent. You gotta. There's it's a lot. It's just breaking even, brother. There's a lot that has to happen here. Yeah. And you want to make money. Well, I, if you don't make money, what are you doing? Are you proving a point? Congratulations, man. Yeah. I did, and we've also talked about another point. Okay, you do it once. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. You do it once because it's an event, because it's a, you know, an anomaly. Do it every night. Yeah, do, how about, do it do it every once a month. Draw 20,000 people on September 1st, but tell me what you draw on September the 4th. Here's going to be the thing, though. Because I can me. tell you what WWE will draw. Here's what WWE will be doing on August the 31st, a Friday night. They'll draw 8,000. September 1st. And that'll be in Schenectady, Iowa. Or and let's something. not forget this. They'll draw 8,000 in two different arenas. Right. Saturday the 1st, they'll draw 8,000 to 10,000 in two different arenas. Sunday the 2nd, they'll draw 10,000 people in two different arenas. Monday, they'll draw twenty thousand or 15,000. Tuesday, they'll draw 15,000. Right. And Monday night, they draw in two different arenas. Most, they yeah, because they're running the SmackDown show SmackDown too. runs the show opposite. Yep. Raw does not run on Tuesdays for some reason. Those guys got the, the good schedule. They need to go home. They don't have that extra house show. But... Um, yeah, keep doing it up. But I think it's I think what they're trying to do is really cool. How are they going to build these? I mean, is there going to be any angles or is, is it just going to be matches cuz they're going to do it all on social media? They will probably build a few angles in your main matches, but I think they will probably do it they'll hope that fans watch it much like American fans watch Wrestle Kingdom right. for the wrestling and not so much the story. Because we were aware of the story really on two matches on Wrestle Kingdom. Everything else was just kind of, hey, here's a great match. Right. Full of high spots. And I I really, and we, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, I hope they use this in an opportuni- as an opportunity to elevate young guys. Yeah. Because if you're not, then, man, you're just pumping your own ego. And, again, I, I just I don't think there's any big accomplishment to – Drawing ten thousand people once. No, and, and here's the great here's a great question that you posed to me when I showed you this on Twitter. Do you want to drive to Chicago? And my response was instantly no. And we love wrestling. It doesn't appeal to me whatsoever. The only thing that appeals to me, honestly, if I, w- I let me rephrase that, you take two people off the card, and I'm instantly more interested in it. Yeah. You take Bucks. Matt and Nick Jackson off the card, and I'm interested. Yeah. I mean, I got no interest in going and watching those two guys make a mockery of a sport that I love. Yeah. I mean, that's God, been both of our. It. Yeah, you know, you look in the mirror, and you're like, oh, I've turned into my dad. <laughs> now I feel like I look <laughs> these into young the, kids these days. When I, when I play this doing back. Doing all their super kicks. When I play this back and listen to this when it hits the airwaves, I'm going to listen to this, and I'm going to say, Oh my God! I've turned into Jim Cornette <laughs> without with, a, with the less swearing. With, yeah, <laughs> a, a much more G-rated version of Jim Cornette. <laughs> so we'll see how that turns out for him. I'm Let's, sure they'll start announcing more signings. Yeah, as they go on and yeah, they've got. I tell you what, it didn't take them long to build some followers on the old Twitter. I mean, the they, star power is going to be good. I mean, 
make no mistake about it. They're pulling out all the stops. Yeah. But was Kenny again, Omega do it once a month? They got Kenny Omega. That makes them pull out the stops. Yeah. In your face, young bucks. No school in Jessamine County Thursday, January eighteenth. If you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> on Friday, you, congratulations. You didn't have to go to school yesterday. Uh, let's talk about some wrestlers closer to home. And not a lot of good news floating around outside the ring in WWE right now, Paul. A little interview with uh, John Bravo spoke to Richard Rodriguez, who was arrested in February last year on charges he led a $10 million. $10 million is that Rich Rodriguez that used to coach the West Virginia so. football team? I, I think it is. <laughs> Even though he just got fired from coaching uh, Arizona. Arizona. He's now in j- prison. <laughs> but uh, $10 million international steroid production and distribution ring after being the target of the DEA Whoops. raid on his Iron Addicts gym in Miami. And while he's in jail, he decided to start revealing names. He talked about Josh Duhamel. Duhamel. Josh Duhamel. Duhamel. The guy from Transformers. Yeah. That went out with Fergie, was married mm-hmm. to Fergie. So what? He talked about Marky Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I like Mark Wahlberg. I do too. I don't care if he does steroids or not. I right. think he's cool. But another the vibration. Yeah, another name he brought up was Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns was actually the, the first, first name, name he brought up. You told me that. I didn't realize that. It says he's a very down-to-earth person. However, a situation involved in which oftentimes you're brought to trials, which I was not. I decided to take a plea. So uh, in his plea, he started talking about Roman. Now, Roman was suspended right. in June of 2016, supposedly for misusing his Adderall. Well, that was what came out. There were uh, there was also rumors that it was him smoking weed. There was a lot of different things that it, that came about as rumors. Listen, if he did it, and there's going to be more come out, if there's going to be more to come to this, and they want to get out ahead of it, I just come out and be like, yeah, I did it, man. Like, I got popped in June of 2016. I stopped doing it because I didn't want to get in any more trouble. Hey, what do you think, I'm human. What do you think Vince's stance on steroids really is? Because we know he used to be an active user. Sure. And it used to be rampant in his locker room. Do they test for it? They do test for it, but that's only because they're publicly traded. Sure. Let me ask you this. Do you think Vince is like, I don't care if you use it, but if you get caught, I'm going to suspend you, and then you can come back? It's There's probably a lot of that. Their, their policy, honestly, is fairly strict. I mean, yeah. it's a lot more strict than a lot of yeah, the other Yeah, I mean, you fail sports. a drug test, you get a 30-day suspension. You fail another one, it's 60, then it's 90. Three strikes, you're out, isn't it? I mean. Well, if it is three strikes, you're out. I'd like to know what game Randy Orton's playing. <laughs> Because he, he's foul-tipped a that's lot of true. them off. Yeah, that's true. I think there's a time frame that if you get three strikes in a certain period of time, then you're out. But it, that clock resets. But, I mean, I think Vince is just like, you know what? I'm not going to tell you to use them. But if also you not going to tell you not to. And if I'm you not going to tell caught. you not to, but I am going to tell you we're going to test you. So, it's it's a weird deal. So, you know, I don't know. But uh, hopefully this is just. You know, hopefully this is just talk for Roman. Right. I don't. I don't want. I don't want Roman to get. Uh, Roman doesn't need anything to get more heat. <laughs> uh, if they want it. Here, here's your opportunity. Yeah, here's your opportunity. But whatever. Now his cousin has got some heat. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Uso 
was visiting the Uso Penitentiary <laughs> in Texas this <laughs> Briefly. weekend. Briefly. Took a brief stop. But it wasn't a promo. It was actually an involuntary visit. Got a little DUI, had a little too much to drink, and got behind the wheel. Super I I, irresponsible. I think I read this is his second time. Oh, really? DUI, yeah. Not so. I don't care. That he got <laughs> I noticed caught. last night on SmackDown they didn't they didn't talk about the Uso Penitentiary. <laughs> no, they did not. They talked about the beatdown, and you know who I think benefits the most from this uh, little lapse of judgment for uh, Jay Uso, Gable and uh, Gable and Shelton. Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, I hate this because Usos have been super hot, and they, they have been, been over like Rover, and now all of a sudden. His mugshot is not very <laughs> appealing, very flattering either. Not to mention, here's another bummer for them. WWE is doing a big marketing ploy with them for Universal Studios. Oh, really? Like they're giving away a trip to Universal Studios to spend the day with the Usos and Naomi. And oh, the man. commercials are great. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, it shows Naomi and Jimmy walking into Universal, and she says, oh, I'm so glad that we can spend a day together and then Jay pops in and is like, hey, what's up, Oose? <laughs> and it's just like the third wheel. So it's a great, great promo uh, commercial that they're doing. But, um, you know, I hate to hear that for old Jay Uso. Just make better decisions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And for sure don't get behind the wheel of a car. Absolutely. Like that's that's the disappointing part. And, you know, was he, was he, in to- was he drunk? Technically, yes. Was he probably okay to be driving? Irresponsible regardless. I'm sure, but those guys can afford another driver. Right. What it makes me wonder is if he was driving and he was legally intoxicated, <laughs> what were the other two people in the car with him? What there condition were, other, were there they There were others in, in the car? I didn't I'm read. sure they were. They never ride alone. Yeah. So, well, you're getting paid enough you could call yeah, an Uber. Yeah, get an Uber. Uber. If you go Uber, though, from like if they go from Lexington to Cincinnati, that's an expensive Uber. So is a DUI. <laughs> Better staying in jail <laughs> tonight. More bad news though out of the out of the WWE. Paige, it appears that her career is over. In ring career is over. She did put out an interesting tweet today that 2018 would be her year. So there, there's also talk that the doctors had told her not to come back at all, mm-hmm. even this time, and then. Because all it was was a fluke kick to the back that Sasha Banks yeah, did. Yeah, I, I saw it. I, it. And basically she lost feeling in all of her extremities at that point. You can't do that anymore. They're saying it's a lot like the injury that Edge had. Yeah. Well, it's sad, man. It, it, it's really sad because, I mean, she was really on the come up. Uh, 25 years old. Yeah. And but she's been wrestling for 11 years. So, you know, I wonder if this doesn't, with them making a push into the UK, if there's not an opportunity for her to go over there. I mean, her family's there and they've been involved with wrestling promotions for decades. Send her back over there, let her be an announcer or something or, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I think there's a place for her within the WWE. She's apparently not dealing with it well from what all the reports are. She's not very... uh, understanding of the whole situation yeah. <laughs> it's hard to give it up i'm sure well i mean she did well, she posted this yesterday actually and it was 2018 will be my year um and this was after they had already basically they said on raw that she had a very serious injury and her career may be over 
to me, that's that's big time that it's probably over. But you know, I hope something happens for. Her. I hate to see an injury like this, especially for someone young or for anybody. But um, you know, I was always a fan of hers, man. I thought in the ring she had a great character. She had a great, you know, the, the look was it was so. She had a lot of charisma. It was different, man. Yeah, I mean, she came out and she wasn't a, a Hooters model, right? Um. She and was, she was the first of that kind. Yeah. It was her, then there was A.J. Lee, mm-hmm. you know, and then you got Sasha. I mean, they, these girls aren't, you know, they're not going to Hooters and filling up a T-shirt. I they, mean, they that's changed, no offense to these ladies because they're unbelievable athletes. They changed what people expected out of WWE women's wrestling. And then, <laughs> and you look what it is now, so it's it's pretty, pretty impressive. Uh, there have been some signings this week. Yeah. Officially official signings. War Machine, tag team from ROH. They're going to be fun. You got to watch them. Wrestle Kingdom. At Wrestle Kingdom. They're uh, brutal. Yeah. <laughs> this is the word. I see you match them up with the Bludgeon Brothers and Authors of Pain. Smoke. Uh, Authors of Pain. There's a good three. I mean, you know that you. the Authors of Pain are going to probably win the tag titles in NXT, and those guys are going to come in and attack them. Yeah. And then that's how Why they're going to send AOP out. But. Man, oh man, those guys are great. And then there was uh, oh Ricochet. Ricochet has officially King officially Ricochet. signed, right? Prince Puma. Yeah, I'm interested to see who he, what his character is. Yeah, it'll be interesting because, I mean, he's the guy's got talent dripping off of him. him <laughs> I think he will have some good matches with Leo Rush. I finally got to watch Leo Rush on NXT they last get him week. To shut up. Yeah, unfortunately, they had him working with some guy that had a lot of muscles on his back and his neck, <laughs> and he got him beat up pretty bad. I don't know that guy's name. I know who you're talking about, but he's a he's a monster. I did not recognize him at all. I right. had no clue who he was. What blew my mind about Leo Rush is like his head, like when he hits gets stoned for an Irish whip. You know, when I do it, I put my arm and right underneath my armpit, right. the top rope would be. He is so short. He does the <laughs> Irish head, whip the top off the ball. second rope. Yeah, he he takes he goes into the rope off the second rope. That guy's little man. He is tiny. He's tailor made for two hundred five live. He's tailor made for WrestleMania three in a tag team match with Hillbilly Jim <laughs> and King Kong Bundy. Is what he's tailor made for. You know, I don't know how you say it in two thousand eighteen, but <laughs> WrestleMania three he. He'd have been in a mixed tag team match. <laughs> I'll let you go look that one up for you. Oh. Uh, and then Candice LeRae. I thought she had already signed with WWE a year ago. I think we've talked about this. I've been talking about time. her and wondering when they were going to put her on TV forever. <laughs> now, I know uh, Johnny Gargano's wife. Yeah. He put out a great tweet talking about how, you know, she did this on her own. I'm proud of her, and I'm more proud to say that my favorite wrestler – just sign with WWE. Oh, man, that's cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, you've heard me talk about how much I can't stand the Young Bucks before. But if I was going to recommend you a match to go watch on the Internet, it's the Young Bucks versus Joey Ryan and Candice LeRae. And I'm not a fan of Joey Ryan. No. I hate three of the four people in that match. <laughs> but Candice, Candice hung in there toe for toe with those guys. So go check that out. What do you think about these signings? Which one excites you the most? Obviously, I know the answer, but for those listening at home. Um, you know, honestly, it's Ricochet. He's a, he's a Kentucky kid. 
you know, and I'm I'm always going to root for that kid regardless of where he's at and the fact that he's coming into NXT, WWE, who knows? I mean, he, he I doubt it. I doubt he goes straight to the main roster, but stranger things have happened. There might be a surprise at the Rumble. Who knows? He's not AJ Styles. Let's let's just be honest. He doesn't have that following. No. I don't see debuting him at the, at the Rumble. I'm just saying. He has potential to be AJ Styles 10 years from now. Right. And that's what's cool about it. But uh, – that just goes to show you, man, how hard it is to be AJ Styles. Right. Yeah. Because Ricochet's done a little bit of everything, and still nobody knows really who he is. Let's talk about Raw and SmackDown, brother. Yeah, let's just hit, hit on, and obviously we want to talk about Raw 25 next week. It's going to be awesome. Talk What's about that? Raw. You know, I mean, we Terribly. the first thing you have to talk about is Braun Strowman. Well, the first thing we need to talk page. about. Okay, let's let's start with this caveat. Okay, they were over three million viewers this week. Yeah, that's a big number. Right, they've not had that in a long time, right. and then you get three million people watching at home, and what do you give them? Well, I mean, the people at home were were probably happy. They got a pretty decent show. They got to watch Braun just tear stuff up and turn over semi trucks yeah. and whatever else he wanted to do, but. You were talking about it before we went on the air. The people in the arena had oh, to be man. hot, like, just to death, man. You, yeah. Two-thirds of your show is pre-taped. I hope they gave them a hell of a dark match. I don't get it, man. I mean, part of making a good TV show was having a good good live crowd. And I thought they gave them some decent matches. You know, Finn Balor and Seth Rollins was a great match. Um, Curb Stomp is back. Yeah, <laughs> in a big way. I mean, Finn Balor took that bump like a champ. We watched it in slow-mo like five wow. times. But, uh, you know, I just I don't know. Like, you can't keep an audience when half your show is pre-taped. What do you think about how they're building Strowman? You know, I mean, as a face monster. I mean, the guy turned over a friggin' ambulance. A few months ago, you know about ambulances. So, so here's a unique situation with our show. You don't get this anywhere else. That's right, Paul. How much does an ambulance weigh? Uh, e- easily twenty five thousand pounds. You know, a, a road tractor, a, a yeah, sleeper cab like he had last night. Supposedly full of fuel. Yeah, could have burst into flames, blown the whole building up. Absolutely. I mean, that's a that's a <laughs> thirty five thousand pound truck. Easily, yeah. A human being can't lift up a thirty-five thousand pound truck and just flip it over. Not even. It's not even conceivable. That's I why. Mean, that's what kills me is this whole thing's not. Not even, even the con- biggest mark would believe <laughs> that that was real. That I mean, there my, wasn't a tow truck behind that thing turning it over. And then all of a sudden, on the semi truck, they shot thirty-five different cutscenes. <laughs> That's the thing that kills me is none of this is believable. I thought what would have been much more believable if they're trying to build him up to be some kind of crazy monster instead of getting all those people in the TV trailer and moving them for safety purposes so he could unhook the truck, which didn't make a whole lot of sense because you don't have to move those people to unhook the truck. Right. What would have been really cool would have he drove off (laughs) with them them (laughs) in the trailer. Taking them off the air. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, dude, we know how strong the dude is. We right. don't. We don't. You don't need, have to do that. Yeah, we don't need to see him 
flipping trucks over. And here's what's even worse. He flipped a truck over, but they get him out on stage and he attacks Michael Cole. A guy that can flip a semi truck or an ambulance over Doesn't could need to be throw attaching. he could throw Michael Cole ten rows up in the stands. He barely threw him eight feet. That's my biggest issue. And the guy's got the guy's good on the mic. He's he's got some charisma. Yeah. Why? I was looking on the WWE shop yeah. just now to see what kind of merch he had and then to see if they've got a get these hands t shirt out there. Have you heard his yeah. catchphrase, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's 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 going to it pretty regularly. Yeah, now. it's coming. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was just to me it's really disappointing that you got a guy out here flipping trucks over. And if he doesn't walk away from the Royal Rumble as a champion, then what is the purpose of it? Yeah, I mean, you've just built this guy for no good reason. Yeah. And it's I mean, in my opinion, there's nothing that nothing that any of those guys can do to him, Kane or um, Brock Lesnar, that that can hurt him. Yeah, short of shooting him. <laughs> what? I mean, they've tried to kill him once. Yeah. Kane tried to kill him, so who knows? Yeah, you know. So. Are we turning Miz face? No. You know, he keeps talking as about how the fans As soon as he's not in the program him. with Roman Reigns, they start booing him again. He goes right back, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you see him taking the title off of... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Off of... Yeah. yeah. And, I, and it'll be a schmoz. There'll be, you know, some interference. Oh, yeah. And, but, I mean, they've got to get Reigns free for the title. For, I for feel the, like... For the title shot at me. I feel like Jason Jordan's probably going to be the one that costs him the title. Out of everybody that could get involved in this and cost Roman the title, not the Miz not Elias, not right. the bar, I feel like it's going to be Jason Jordan. It's an interesting take. And it gives Jason Jordan somebody to wrestle at WrestleMania. Just the off times. Or, you know, a little feud for Jason. Which they've got to get to. And – so, and and you, you touched on Jason Jordan, and I. Is there anybody better on the mic right now than the Miz? I mean that you no. can instantly tell when the guy comes back. Yeah, he's good. The only guy that's even close to him is Elias. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got a full song in Monday night. <laughs> it's it was pretty impressive. And he got paid a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> to you know what surprised me is how. Uh, Corey Graves gives is has got a lot of heat against Elias, yet Booker T loves him. Loves him. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. I, weird. I thought that would be different. Yeah, that whole that whole dynamic is a little bit weird. But so we, Miz is, I mean, Miz is hot. It's, I guess he and Maurice are going to have a. Are they getting a reality show? Yep. Okay. Yep. And you know what? I'll probably watch that. Hopefully, we'll see our friend John Brennan on there sometime. There you go. I mean, but I would watch that because he's just, I mean, he's, he has an allure to him. He's charismatic. That man. makes people, you just want to kind of see what he's going to do. Even if it's like, so here's the deal. And people don't understand this about wrestling heels. I would pay money to watch him get his butt kicked. Yep. That's what that's it's what all you about, pay man. money for. 
That's you what it's all about. You either want to pay money because I want to see you kick his butt or I want to just see him get his butt kicked, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter by who. It doesn't matter who's kicking Miz's butt. Yep. I agree fully. And we're I think we're closing in on that with, with Jason Jordan, too. Probably, I think yeah. people are tired of Jason Jordan. They want to see him get beat up. I know he's he had a role here. He goes into – this is what made Monday Night Raw such a, a – Let down. A let down. <laughs> Was a, in the middle of all of this Braun Strowman stuff, you got Jason Jordan walking over and telling Kurt Angle that Seth wants to wrestle Finn Balor. <laughs> I I guess I don't get why he's doing booking. Why is he booking matches for his tag team partner? His his thing was, Seth's so distraught over the loss last week. He really needs to get back on the horse again. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'd kill him if I was. <laughs> yeah, fun times. Well, it did give us a good match. I'm glad that happened. Absolutely. Uh, Kurt Hawkins did not win. Shocker. He did get. Choke slam through catering. <laughs> Pretty awesome. And the guy with the cake. <laughs> he just stood there. I think he was just frozen, man. It's he didn't the first know time Braun Strowman's ate a carb in six months. <laughs> <laughs> he gets rice at Chipotle. He does get some rice at Chipotle. A lot of rice. Man, let's uh, let's touch on my favorite moment from Raw. Okay. The I, revival, squash match, and mm-hmm. the. Promo that followed. Mm-hmm. They gave these guys some mic time. A live mic. A, a very live mic, and they took advantage of it. Live mic with a seven minute delay, <laughs> but live nonetheless. Live nonetheless. They made a statement in there we are not sports entertainers. We are professional wrestlers. Tag team excellence, brother. I loved it. I thought they did a great job doing what they did. Here's the problem I have with that. Uh oh. That was supposed to be a heel promo. They're not heels. I mean, they, they're supposed to be. Right. But not acting that way. <laughs> you want to turn them into heels, have them go out there and say, we're not pro wrestlers. We're sports entertainers. <laughs> but that's not what they are. Right. And unfortunately, as much of, as being a heel as you want to be, but I think here's the direction that they have to, and this is the way they have to go at it. They need to embrace the crowd that is going to get behind them. For who they are. And they need to be brawlers, no flips, fists, right. punches, headlocks, mat wrestling. No flips, they need just to, fists. They need to be who they are, professional wrestlers. And even though they're written as a heel, they have got to use the crowd to their advantage. There was a guy back in the mid-90s that did the same thing who was supposed to be a heel but was so over with the average fan that he just went on to become Had a the pretty big career. Biggest, most grossing superstar in the history of the WWE. He got a podcast, didn't he? He got a podcast, a TV show, <laughs> beer, couple TV knives, shows, yeah. <laughs> everything. This was to me as stone cold a promo mm-hmm. as as we're going to oh, get it at was this absolutely. point. And it was a, it was a Georgia Championship wrestling promo. A lot of people would compare it, you know, they say it was similar to something like what CM Punk did with the pipe bomb. But even that was a very sports entertainment Yeah. He never shed the the sports entertainer light and said, I'm a professional wrestler. He said, I'm right. the best in the world at what I do. Right. 
Um, these guys just were like, we're pro wrestlers. Pretty much thumbing their nose at the w at the office at the yep. WWE. Yeah, unfortunately, there's a guy that made a pretty big career out of that. Uh, you mentioned thumbing his yeah. nose at the office. Unfortunately, they're a tag team. Yeah, and there is a ceiling for tag teams. In WWE. I thought it was good that uh, Dash got some time on the mic too. Mm-hmm. It wasn't all just Scott Dawson. Yeah, uh, talking. The, and like I said, the bad thing is they're a tag team, and there's in WWE a tag team's never going to be the top draw. And sadly for these guys, I don't think either one of them is successful as a solo act. Oh, I don't know. There's either. a reason we didn't see them while they were the one of the two while they were injured for the last True. year. Right. They both had long injuries. Or did it, was it the same guy hurt both times? No, 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 no. It was different. And one of them was just a nose. He was out mm-hmm. for a couple months, came back, and, yeah, and then went on. Dawson had the shoulder, shoulder injury, right? Shoulder. And we never saw Dash Wilder the whole time that he was out. Right. I liked it, though. At least it tells me that the WWE wants to do something with them. They just don't know what to do with them. Yeah. And there was the, the talk a couple of weeks ago that they, you know, creative has nothing for you. Yeah. So, well, let's, you want to move on to SmackDown? Yeah, let's wrap it up really quickly, as in what a terrible freaking show it was. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm blown away by the lack of top stars and the use of top stars on this show. There was no Kevin Owen or Sami Zayn. Cammy. Cammy, yeah. Your top, I can't believe they didn't have the three of them out there. Your top guys. And then AJ gets a two-minute. Three minutes, maybe two, yeah. maybe three-minute promo. What? You're two weeks away from the Rumble. <laughs> Not to mention last week there was controversy surrounding the match. The, the end of the match. And all of a sudden you got Shane and Daniel Bryan out sitting there holding hands for the U.S. title tournament. It, and so – that was the other thing. So we're going to talk. We'll talk about the U.S. title. We we got a surprise uh, ending to the U.S. title tournament match or title tournament, and that w- that was only good because the rest of the show was terrible. So they brought Daniel Bryan out to make this announcement that we're going to do the championship match right now. Which, you know, he's been coming out. That's a great idea. And it was supposed to be a heel move. But the crowd loved it. He's not – they're not putting him in a position to be a heel or he's not being a heel very well. They don't have any clue what they're doing. They do not have any clue what direction they're going. What's this? And, and I don't either, which is, is a good or bad thing. <laughs> I always gripe because I do know and then I gripe because I don't know. I'm that guy. <laughs> I just don't see how you have a show and you don't have your top guys on it. It's it, it blows me away. I just it does not make sense to me. And that was pretty much the all that was on the show. There wasn't anything else to even talk about. It was the U.S. title tournament, and that, that was good. I thought you would that have thought they would have led into their mixed match, their mixed match tournament last night. A little quicker or a little a little stronger than that. Well, you know, they had – I don't know if you caught this or not, but they had – after SmackDown went off the air, they had 25 greatest moments in Raw history came on USA. Mm. They did an hour special on that, which I was fine with. 
Which is kind of weird, though, because why would you counter counter program the the Facebook watch program? I don't know. Who knows? But did you watch the mix match challenge? I have no idea who won. Um, you know what's crazy is uh, Sasha and Finn Balor won. It was a twenty-five minute. Airing on Facebook now or live or whatever Facebook you want to call watch. it. Facebook Watch. The ring introductions were 10 minutes, 8 minutes. So you got about 15 minutes worth of wrestling? Which is, you know, when a mixed tag team match is all you really need. But sure. Holy cow. I mean, that was a lot, lot of ring well, intros. Everybody's got to have their intro, man. And here's the thing. You had three of the most charismatic hyped up entrances that they have in the WWE and then you have Natty who tries to run to the ring. <laughs> right. It's um, like she's running from her entrance. Yeah. But you know, I don't know. It's it's still a mixed tag match. Yeah, nonetheless. Um, I thought it was interesting to see that Balor basically went over Nakamura because that's that's who determined that match. They wouldn't want they didn't want either one of those guys to take a pin, so Natty Natty's in one who ends up losing. They didn't want either one of those guys to be able to take a pin, but that Balor was the one that they chose to put over. So that means in the last three months, they put Balor over Nakamura and and AJ AJ Styles, who are the top two guys on SmackDown. And Finn Balor is a mid-carder at best on Raw. Right now he is. That's, to me, that's really weird. You don't have anything for those guys. You marry. don't have anything for him, but you're going to let him absolutely destroy your entire SmackDown roster, which tells me he's probably going to be the one that him and and Sasha Sasha will probably win the women's tournament, and it's probably going to be because Sasha beats somebody. Because I mean, he's not going to beat he's not going to beat Braun Strowman. Right, Braun Strowman would eat him for lunch. Yep. Like, literally, <laughs> tear his leg off and eat it. Yeah, he'd take him to Chipotle. Because he likes him, lean meat. Let him fry him up. Stupid. Let's move on from <laughs> SmackDown. And uh, let's talk about Raw 25, man. I, I'm excited for this show. You got the list of confirmed, confirmed. stars that are going to be there. So we've got Stone Cold. Undertaker's going to be there. DX. Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler are going to be doing commentary at the Manhattan mm-hmm. Center. The Dudley Boys, Ric Flair, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Eric Bischoff, the New Age Outlaws, Chris Jericho. Well, are the New Age Outlaws not part of DX? That's what I wondered when I saw this yeah. list. That, 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 I, I knew they were going to be there. Who are you I calling part DX? Is that just Triple H? I guess that's just Triple H and Shawn Michaels. They're not. Is X Pac on the list? I, I didn't see him. Yeah. So we'll then you got JBL, Ron Simmons, The Godfather. He better bring some hoes. Brother Love is going to be there. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> the Boogeyman, Teddy Long, The Million Dollar Man, John Laurinaitis, Sergeant Slaughter, The Bellas, Jacqueline, Terry Reynolds, Tori Wilson, <laughs> Maria Canellis, Michelle McCool, Kelly Kelly. Maria Canellis. How come they've got Maria Canellis listed as a as a special special guest, guest when she's, she's on under the contract? <laughs> oh, who knows. <laughs> I want to see Jacqueline in the the Women's Royal Rumble. <laughs> I want to see Whatever. Jackie come in and just whack somebody. You know what would be great? <laughs> if her chocolate. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do that. 
So do you think we get Hogan? Nope. No Hogan. No, they haven't even asked him. He he already announced to somebody the day he hadn't heard anything from him. And why would we get Hogan? When we're thinking about Raw, right? Hogan was gone. For majority of it, yeah, he, he came, came back, back with that after of the after he shut WCW down. Right. He came back, yeah. you know. Yeah, him, him and all his guaranteed money and his creative control. Yeah. So why is Jeff Jarrett not coming out for this? It's a good question. I think Jeff. I think that would be cool to have Jeff Jarrett out there. Bring him out with Brother Love. Yeah. How come Jim Cornette's not coming back? Jim Cornette was an announcer for Raw for 100 years. Yeah. I mean, they gave him a live mic at the Hall of Fame, and he did well. Yep. Who are you most excited about? Brother Love. Just because I, cause we know the tension. Yeah. That's the same here. That I, that's surrounds the, him. Like the rest of these guys, we don't know what what kind of tension they've done. But Brother Love's been airing the McMahon's dirty laundry for the last <laughs> year. So... To a large audience. <laughs> Half more people than watch Raw every week. Um, Terry Runnels, uh, good to see her back. She's got a podcast now I saw the other day. Uh, I wouldn't listen to her. I wouldn't either. But I wouldn't listen to her do anything, but I like her as a person. <laughs> um, I really hope, I told you what I think would be the coolest thing that could possibly happen would be have Elias out there singing a song about all the legends coming back. <laughs> and about halfway through his song, we get to count down for Jericho. Because yeah. I think Jericho, being a real rock star, right? who, folks, I've been listening to Jericho's latest album with Judas, <laughs> with, with Fozzie, the other day Judas Rising. I met you at the church. and I'm just telling you, that album is really, really good. It's in permanent rotation in my uh, Apple Music now, for sure. Um, but I would love to see Jericho come out as a real rock star, you know, a guy who is a real musician. If the honky-tonk man were coming back for this, then that would be a good place to use him, but he's not. Right. So let it be Jericho. How it, I mean, you know that's the way it's going to go down. Even though he did call out Cena last night. Yeah. It was strange to me. Or Monday night. Well, they. I mean, they've had a little. They bit had. Of a, a, yeah, they've been forth. working some, but um, it would be great for him because clearly WWE's put him in a good spot and he's getting the reaction they want. So they need to use one of these star legends to get a rub for him. Having DX come out and crush him is not how you do that. Right. Unfortunately, I think that's probably what will happen. Is Shawn Michaels a super kick him in a pair of? <laughs> Uh, muck boots. Muck boots and jeans. I used to question why Shawn Michaels was always wearing muck boots. Now that I'm a proud <laughs> owner of two pair, I know why he wears them all the time. But still, if I go to a wrestling ring, I'm not uh, not wearing them out. So, what about you? Who are you most excited to see? I mean, of course, Brother Love. I think we get The Rock in some form or fashion. It'd probably be a tape. I've heard he's going to do a taped interview. I guess Stone Cold. I mean, I, I'm still, I still wish he could work one. How match. long do you think this thing's going to be? I think it's going to be like a four-hour show. I mean, do you think USA lets them run that long? Like, or do you think they, they, just, they sling it over to the network? They've done that before with some yeah. of the Raw stuff. Like when Daniel Bryan's retirement ran long, they just, yeah. oh, and friends, we're going to, the team machines are rolling. Well, let's just ask this question right now. 
if you're the guy that runs the USA Network and they call you at 10.58 and say, hey, Raw needs to go another 30 minutes, are you seriously going to be one of known as the guy who said we got to go to chris Lido's best get chris lee on the air now or this football show they got this football yeah, fanatic. trying to find this because team. let me tell you something ratings on the nfl are slipping like crazy right now <laughs> or would you want to be the guy if you had to sit there and choose between todd chris lee or this football guy that nobody even knows who he is or stone cold steve austin yeah i'm gonna pick stone cold that's a no-brainer yeah so Vince really holds the cards. With all those people there, he holds the cards. Because he you you're definitely not gonna have Stone Cold open the show. Right. Are you? I mean, are you that dumb? Do you have the do you have the glass break right off the bat? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I feel like we may only see like two matches. <laughs> we'll see that championship match, Miz versus um Roman. But right. at the end of the day, I don't know. So, man, you want to get out of here? Yes. <laughs> I feel like you're about to tap out anyway. So. I'm just – the wrestling was so bad this week, but there's so much cool – It's it should be a time of jubilation in the air, but I feel like the Grinch has come down. The entertainer – the entertainment part of, part of sports entertainment is strong. It's the sports part that's not very strong right Would now. Would kill a brother to see a headlock? <laughs> hey, congratulations to Bobby Roode for being the U.S. champion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the US that was exciting. The U.S. title just got glorious. Even though that championship match was terrible, it, it really exposed how, how bad gender is in the ring. Yeah. Gender either kicks your head off or he misses you by three feet. <laughs> He's one of those guys, man, start shooting, using your shoot punch on me because your working punches are killing me. Yeah. That's, I think that was... Hit me as hard as you can. Hit me as hard as you can because your working punches are hurting. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a Ricky Morton line. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, man. Well, let's let, let's wrap this up. Let's, uh, I think we're, we're a little bit over an hour now and... Let's uh, let's get out of here, man. All right. Guys, we appreciate you so much. Like AC said at the beginning of the show, you can always find us on uh, Twitter at I am Paul Phillips or at Big A Little C. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And always remember, you're never too old to watch wrestling.